Welcome to the newest installment of The Voice Speaks. I am Olufemi Nathan Oshako, Executive Director of Eternal Crown Ministries and host of this podcast. This week we're in 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, as we continue our study of David's life. And the thought for today is due season. I'm going to read the passage today and goes as such. All the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and said, we are your own flesh and blood. In the past, while Saul was king over us, you were the one who led Israel on their military campaigns. And the Lord said to you, you will shepherd my people Israel and you will become their ruler. When all of the elders of Israel had come to King David at Hebron, the king made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord. And they anointed David king over Israel. David was 30 years old when he became king and he reigned 40 years. In Hebron, he reigned over Judah seven years and six months. In Jerusalem, he reigned over all of Israel and Judah 33 years. The reason that I chose to do season as the thought is because of the time that it took for this to come to pass. God's promises always come to pass. If he said it, he's going to do it. His word is not going to return to him void. Whatever he set it out to accomplish, it's going to accomplish. You can take his word to the bank. Can't take my word to the bank, but you can take his to the bank. He gave the promise to David around the age of 17 that's when Samuel anointed him to be king he then spent the next 13 years learning how to lead he led sheep before he was anointed king then he saw Saul lead firsthand in his home being the captain of his guard being his son-in-law he was there he saw how to rule he saw how Saul ruled the people and he learned that way he led the troops in battle then he had to lead his own ragtag bunch of men as he was running from Saul living as an outlaw he got some land in Philistia and led his men there at Ziklag and then finally he, or not finally, but then he went to Judah before his last elevation. So from 17 to 30, he was out and about learning how to lead. Led in Judah at the age of 30, and then all of Israel at 37. So he didn't come into the fullness of the promise for 20 years. 20 years. Years he waited for God's word to come to pass. Just as his forefather Abraham waited over two decades for the promise of Isaac to be born. God does things in his own time. And usually he uses that time to teach us things and to help us with maturing. David learned all those different 
methods of leading. He went through some things. He had lived life by the time he became king. At 17, is it possible that he could have defeated Saul and taken over the kingdom of Israel? Yeah, it's quite possible. He could have done it uh, at the age of 30 when he became the king of Judah. But he waited. He didn't go to Gibeon when Saul died. He stayed in Ziklag, asked God, should he go? He said, yep, go to Hebron. And then the people of Judah came to him at Hebron to make him king. God will make the way for you to do whatever it is that he has told you to do. Now, he may give you some instructions on how to go about doing that. For instance, David asked, hey, should I return to Judah? Lord said, yes. It's like, where should I go? Said, go to Hebron. When he went there, Judah presented themselves to him to make him king. And at that same place that he went, Israel came to him and made him their king. He didn't go searching after it. He didn't go trying to do stuff uh, underhandedly or using politics or parlor tricks, as I like to call them, to get what it was that he desired and what he knew God had called him to do he just did the work that was at hand let God put everything else in order did the things that God said and then it came to pass and sometimes when you're out and you're doing these different things you're doing the work you're putting the time in sometimes it seems as if like nobody sees what's going on like it's not amounting to anything but it is I don't know the exact time frame but there's a quote that says it takes about 10,000 hours or so to become proficient in something so all the time that you put in is helping you with becoming who it is that God would have for you to be it's helping you to become more proficient in the work that you're trying to do and again Someone sees it. God sees it. And not only does God see it, other people may see it. They may not say anything, but they see you working. It doesn't matter who sees you. You need to work and work as unto God. Again, Israel saw David. They were like, hey, when Saul was our king, you were the one that were out there doing all the military things. We saw your leadership. We saw the work that you did. We saw that you really were the one that was protecting us and keeping us by the way that you conducted your military campaigns people see they may not say it but they see but again we're not working for people you should be working as unto god colossians chapter 3 verse 23 says whatever you do work at it with all your heart as working for the lord not for human masters so whatever it is we're doing We need to be doing it as unto God. Do it for him. Do it as if by doing so, he'll get the glory. Because guess what? If you're doing it for him, no matter what it is on your job, as you are going about grocery shopping, uh, cleaning your home, whatever it is, you're doing it as unto God. He sees it and he knows how to reward you for doing that. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58 says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. 
always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Whatever you do work-wise, work at it with your whole heart as unto God. And if you are working and giving yourself fully to the work of the Lord, you know that what you're doing is not in vain. Because again, as I stated earlier, the Lord's word will not return to him void. So if you're out there doing the work of God, it's not going to return void. It may only touch one or two people. But it's those one or two people that need to be touched that your work and your words will go and do that, that it will accomplish that. David was called to be the king. God gave him the kingdom. And then David made a solemn oath, an agreement with the people and the people with him that he would be their king. God will give you the people to lead God will give you the work to do he just wants you to have a willing heart and be ready to put in the work to do the work no matter what's happening if you have that heart and you're doing it as unto God he'll provide the rest he also will anoint you for what it is that he's called you to do David after being made king of Israel at Hebron was anointed for the position at that time he'd been anointed before Saul anointed him when he was around 17 years of age the people of Judah anointed him when he became the leader of Judah at Hebron and again he was anointed when Israel made him king over the united kingdom God will give you what you need for the role that he has for you, for the role that he's provided for you. And know that just because you're called and just because you're anointed doesn't mean that it's time for you to be sent. David was anointed at 17. It wasn't time. He was then anointed again at the age of 30. And he reigned over what he was called to reign over at that time and seven years later when it was time he then reigned over all of Israel let God do what he's gonna do in his own time in his season his season his time his way is the best you don't have to worry about whether or not it's gonna happen whatever he promised he'll bring to pass I'll leave you with this last scripture. Galatians 6 verse 9 tells us not to be weary in well-doing. For in due season, you'll reap if you don't give up. So be encouraged. Don't give up. And in due season, you'll reap. Selah. Pause and think about this. Until next time, God bless and keep it together.